1: And welcome to episode 209 of the Kennedy Mile Report. I'm Dennis Kennedy in St. Louis. And I'm Tom Mile in Dallas. Before we get started, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks to Text Expander for sponsoring our show. Communicate smarter with Text Expander. Gather, perfect, and share your knowledge. Recall your best words instantly and repeatedly. Learn more at textexpander.com forward slash podcast. And we'd also like to thank ServeNow, a national network of trusted, pre-screened process
0: servers. Work with the most professional process servers who have experience with high-volume serves, embrace technology, and understand the litigation process. Visit ServeNow.com to learn more. In our last episode, we discussed the idea of the daily me and the best way to get the news you want. In this episode, wait We have a breaking story. In an exclusive story, the Kennedy Mile Report announces the news that the second edition of our book, The Lawyer's Guide to Collaboration Tools and Technologies, is, is now available in the ABA online bookstore. We didn't announce that earlier. We're announcing it again okay? in an exclusive. And in this episode of the podcast, we were thinking about the podcast tagline the other day. Uh, the tagline is a podcast on legal technology with an internet focus. And we decided, well, let's focus on an aspect of the internet we haven't talked about before. So
1: we'll be diving into the world of Reddit. Tom, what's all on our agenda for this episode? Well, Dennis, in this edition of the Kennedy Mall Report, we will indeed be discussing Reddit, which calls itself the front page of the internet. In our second segment, we're excited to have an audience question uh, that we're looking forward to answering. And as usual, we'll finish up with our parting shots, that one tip, website, or observation that you can start to use the second that this podcast is over. But first up, Reddit. I've been using Reddit um, mostly informally for the last couple of years, but I have to admit, Dennis, I was a little surprised that you wanted to talk about it. As we're going to discuss in a minute, uh, the demographics of Reddit don't exactly match those of our audience. So I'll, I'll ask. Dennis, what got you ready to talk about Reddit? Well, I read it on Reddit. Uh,
0: did you see what I did there? Uh, yeah, yeah. So as usual for me, I've been listening to a number of podcasts where people were talking about Reddit recently, and one of those included an interview with the CEO of Reddit, Steve Huffman, and I thought maybe it was time to revisit Reddit in a serious way and consider its uh, potential. So maybe, Tom, we should talk a little bit in sort of general and then maybe more specific terms what Reddit actually is.
1: Sure. So, I mean, I think that uh, as you kind of started to allude to, Reddit is really one of the purest examples of the old time discussion board, uh, which has been around on the internet for a long time. Although Reddit hasn't been around quite that long. It's I think it started in 2005. If we're reading a full definition of what Reddit is, I'm just going to take your notes straight from our script and say that that Reddit is an American social news aggregation, web content rating, and discussion website. And users can uh, submit content. They can have discussions. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about how you have discussions and how they're different from maybe other discussion boards that are out there. I definitely think Reddit is an interesting tool to use. There's no question that Reddit has tons and tons and tons of traffic. It is a very popular, very heavily trafficked site that has lots and lots of content that's being added to it on a regular basis. I think, Dennis, what are some of the numbers when it comes to... uh, to how popular Reddit is.
0: Well, this is one of the reasons I thought we should talk about Reddit, because the numbers are are really pretty amazing. So 540 million monthly visits. So it ranks as the number four most visited website in the US and number six in the world, according to Alexa internet. And 57.4% of its user base actually comes from the, the US. The latest stats I saw were from a couple years ago: 82 and a half billion page views, 73 million submissions, 725 million comments, and almost 7 billion upvotes from its users. And, we'll, and maybe we'll talk about the upvotes because that is the way that that Reddit sort of unique—I don't know—uniquely, but it's sort of a key thing about Reddit is that people. Uh, as they read comments, can react to them and either upvote or downvote, so it surfaces the either the best or the most popular comments to the top of what you read.
1: Well, so here are some statistics that you didn't mention, and this is really where my curiosity about talking about this topic in the podcast this week comes from, which is the demographics. The demographics are almost 70% male— and almost 60% in the 18 to 29 age range. So this is clearly a tool that is primarily being used by younger male audience. And so my challenge, although I suspect that you and I may come from the same direction when we think about Reddit, my challenge to you is I'll come back and say, you read it on Reddit, but why really do you want to talk about Reddit?
0: Well, because I think that you have to look at what's, people on the internet are actually using and so you get rumblings that people are moving away from facebook and looking at other things, we did a podcast a while back on Snapchat and Instagram, which definitely young people are moving to. But when you see those kinds of numbers, you know, uh, billions of, of page views, uh, 73 million submissions, you know, there's an audience out there. And I, I don't think that a lot of uh, our listeners and, and I would say a lot of the lawyers in, in our audience are aware of what. Type of audience is actually out there, even if they are familiar uh, with the tool. So I th- I think that's a part of it. And then those people who use Reddit seem to use it f- to find news and and other things that that uh, you and I might use Twitter for or something else. So I, I think it's a potentially a a big area of usage that uh, a lot of us. Just aren't as familiar with, and you said as, part, as you said, time. It's a little bit demographics. You know, we're a little older these days, and so it's kind of funny. It's not the first place I would go, uh, and it, but it's been around a long time.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Let's talk maybe about some of the concepts of Reddit and how it works, and just kind of describe how it's put together. Because although it's a discussion board, you need to learn the terminology. You need to understand some of the the features that are available. People who use Reddit, I think, are called Redditors. The discussion boards are divided into something called subreddits. So it's a slash R, which gives you the types of page that you want to look for. So let's say that you're interested in looking for um, information on travel to Italy. There will be a subreddit on travel to Italy. There are, at last count, well over 1 million subreddits on Reddit. So that's 1 million different topics that are out there for you to go and talk about, post questions, have discussions, those types of things. Um, As Dennis mentioned, there's upvoting. So you go and post information and people will respond to that, whether it's a question or you're posting a, a link to something or an image. People will comment, and then you vote up or down those comments, which helps to give you karma. That, so the karma is an important feature apparently on Reddit, and the more karma you have, the better, and the I guess the higher regard you are kept in the Reddit community. One other popular thing that Reddit has is um, the uh, you may have heard seen on the news the Ask Me Anything where celebrities will go on to Reddit for a period of time and they'll do an Ask Me Anything where anybody can come on and ask any question at all in the world. And uh, it usually leads to some really interesting conversations. And uh, there are some celebrities who've gotten in some trouble online. There's some who were not quite as popular as they thought that they were, but uh, Reddit is is well known for that. The last thing I'll leave with is that, that you actually can take a bunch of subreddits. Let's say that you're interested in a bunch of topics on travel, you're traveling to Italy and you want to put the the Rome subreddit with the Venice subreddit and the Milan subreddit, you can actually do something called a multi-reddit, which is grouping a bunch of topics together into the same place, and that's another way to consume the information. So it's really kind of a powerful site in terms of consuming information. There are a lot of different features to it. It's not just going on and reading a bulletin board. There's a lot more to it than uh, probably meets the eye.
0: Yeah, I mean, so there is a notion of, you know, your registered user, people can be anonymous, you can sort of follow different Redditors, um, and, you know, so there are a number of things out there where you can track the stuff that you're interested in. I guess that to me, there's a, a notion of there's a Reddit front page where you can kind of see what's trending, what's new, what's hot, those sorts of things, which reminded me a lot of uh, Twitter trending, especially when I looked at it this morning when it seemed like it was they were both tracking about the same stories. So I see that you could use it as a, this sort of news trending service, and then also dig deeper into the the subreddit. So today I I was looking at a few things that might interest people there are some legal things definitely there's a legal tech uh subreddit that didn't seem like it had a lot of activity uh, there were some other things that were related to i looked up uh, home pods i looked up the iphone 10 that i'm thinking about getting and and so it's it's sort of good because i've complained in the past that i don't like google anymore to find reviews of products so i can see how reddit could actually become useful resource on that and you'll find a num- you know answers to a number of questions what i realized is that i've kind of fallen in over the last couple of years to a service called quora which is a question and answer thing sort of a discussion board that has some similarities so there are some other things like reddit out there but uh, definitely to me something interesting to look into, and I think it works in the way that you would expect. Tom, there's, I mean, there's search. There are other things that you can, you can go into. You can, you know, identify favorite places that you want to go back to. So, very handy service in a lot of ways. Nothing totally unexpected. Although there are some some apps that make it a little bit easier for people to use Reddit.
1: Is that? Am I getting the hang of it? You are. I I think if it comes to the legal aspect of Reddit, I didn't actually find the legal tech subreddit, but I will tell you that there's not a lot of legal content on there. What surprised me is that the subreddits that have the most participation in the legal field are legal advice. And the scary thing there is there's no way to tell whether anybody there is actually qualified to give legal advice. So... I think that if you're going to use Reddit, you're not going to necessarily use it for a legal purpose. What I mean by that is a law-related purpose, maybe I should say, is a better way to put that. In my opinion, the best way to consume Reddit is to identify the subreddit topics that interest you and focus and follow those topics. So for example, I have my Google Pixel phone. There's a whole subreddit on the Pixel phone, and I get people asking questions or talking about how to use it or talking about new features. When I was traveling to China and Japan last year, I subscribed to both China and Japan subreddits and I got lots of great travel advice. I'm probably outing myself here as a fan of World of Warcraft, but there are some great World of Warcraft subreddits on there where you can get hints and tips on how to play the game a little bit better. I find that um, what's interesting is is that is that in contributing to Reddit, there's lots of rules for posting, which is nice. It's not just a free for all. There is something called Redditicet. I guess I've, i I had to pronounce practice that Red, Redditicet. Um, which is an etiquette around it. There's no self-promotion. You shouldn't submit a lot of links quickly. I think the rules are pretty reasonable. They're designed to keep an organized community, which is nice, which is sort of refreshing for something like this. And a lot of the subreddits have rules for posting. For example... On the science Reddit, you cannot post anything about research that is less than six months old. So uh, it's, I think they've got some interesting ground rules, depending on the Reddits that you have, depending on the etiquette that they choose to follow. Um, so it's not just a Wild West out there. It actually has some order. It is self-policed. Each one of the subreddits has a moderator. And um, I, I, think it's really, I think it's really interesting. You know, I guess maybe the question, Dennis, that I have is, what's the best use of Reddit for lawyers?
0: Well, I think th- that's the question. I ask it in a different way for our listeners. Is, is Are you the audience for Reddit? Because I, I, my sense when I'm in Reddit is I feel that you need to participate. So you probably need to to register. You need to do some upvoting and downvoting. You need to be involved. You probably need to participate. And so that may not be your style. So I think, you know, are you the right audience? Well, you talked about people just giving legal advice. I think that could be useful to lawyers to see what's being said to your clients and potential clients. So that when you actually talk uh, to a client, you can kind of maybe correct some misinterpretations out there. So that that could be interesting. And it could also let you know what might be uh, what people are talking about in your specific area of practice, at least in, in the popular terms. So that's kind of interesting to me. And then the other question I think lawyers need to consider is whether their audience is on Reddit. So you could find, especially in certain specialized areas or real unique areas, that this will give you an idea of who are the leaders in that area? What's going on? What are the topics of conversation? And is this a place where uh, you might participate and, and find potential clients or people that you would want to work with because because there is an audience for you out there. I, I think that you know your answer you know is going to vary in each case, but I think it, it is a big area of the internet that probably bears at least a little I think it'd be worth your while to do a little bit of exploring there and it could be a place that you find a home or just you know something that you say yeah doesn't really apply to me your thoughts on that time do you want to wrap it up what do you think we'll uh uh I don't I've never seen a CLE on Reddit uh, do you think we sh- should start seeing those sometime soon
1: so the answer to that is no. It's That's a hard no, in my opinion. But let me, I'll wrap it up a little bit with kind of my best practices for Reddit, which is I prefer actually using an app to consume Reddit. I think using it in a browser is sort of cumbersome. However, there are a number of Chrome extensions that can help with that. There are some things that will help make it be a lot cleaner because if you go to the Reddit page, you'll notice it's kind of messy, it's kind of all over the place. There are some Chrome extensions if you use the Chrome browser that can help with that. I consume Reddit on my iPad and I really like the Narwhal app and the Apollo app. I'll put links in the show notes for that. But uh, you know, whatever is the best way to consume it, it's just another resource to consume on the internet. We run the risk of talking about too many ways to consume information on the internet, and you've just got to find out, you know, does the this have content that is relevant to you, either as an attorney or just as a person trying to get information on technology or other things that are going on in your life. I honestly do not think that there's going to be a CLE on Reddit going, but I do think that Reddit is something that lawyers need to be aware of. I think it's a resource. I think it can be used for good purposes, and I think it's probably uh, worth your while to give it a shot. Before we move on to our next segment, let's take a quick break for a message from our sponsors. Text Expander helps you communicate smarter. You get home from an event where you've met some potential clients. You create a Text Expander snippet with a follow up message. Use fill in fields for the contact name and custom topic. Quickly produce personalized emails to everyone by expanding and filling in your snippet. Share your snippet with colleagues, and everyone gets done faster. Visit Textexpander.com forward slash podcast for 20% off your first year.
0: visit www.servnow.com.
1: And now let's get back to the Kennedy Mile Report. I'm Tom Mile. And I'm Dennis Kennedy.
0: We're excited to have a listener question to answer, and it's from the president-elect of the American Bar Association, Bob Carlson. Let's hear the question and let Tom start the answer. Hi, Dennis and Tom. My name is Bob Carlson. I'm the president-elect of the American Bar Association and I'm from a small firm in Butte, Montana. The question I have, and I know that a lot of lawyers in small firms have, is with respect to technology related to how they protect their client's secrecy. so uh, And the information that they have on their desktops, their, their portable devices, iPads, iPhones, droids, whatever... Uh, what's the best technology that you've found for cybersecurity, for protecting the devices from outside hacking, and the tips you could give us to tell their office staff about how to best protect their devices?
1: All right. So Bob's question is limited to solo and small firms. In my opinion... The same rules apply today for cybersecurity as did 10 years ago, even though the threats have changed and the nature of the threats have changed. When we first started talking about this, when we were really talking about how to protect yourself, and I'm going to really talk about this from a a high level because it's not necessarily enough to just talk about specific products that we'd recommend. I think that a solo or small firm needs to have the basics to protect the bad people from getting in. That's what a good cybersecurity defense requires, which means having good antivirus, having a good firewall, having software if it's separate that prevents malware from getting in, having tools to prevent um, ransomware from getting in, although in a minute I'll tell you that it's usually people that are the problem there. And I have to say that having that protection at your internet gateway is probably the best idea. You know, stopping it before it can get to your computers or your network. I've been really liking the fact that I have... um, Eero, on my Eero network at home, I have Eero Plus, which is designed to provide a layer of security at the gateway before it even gets to my computer. And it tells me every week all the threats that it blocks from getting to my computer, which is really nice. I think making sure that you've got appropriate encryption on your devices, particularly your laptops and phones, because cybersecurity is about protecting your firm from yourself and from your employees. And a lot of confidential firm data is lost these days from losing a device, having it stolen, things like that. But frankly, in terms of tips, my number one advice is to provide training to your staff on how to protect company information. Show them what a phishing email looks like and teach them how to avoid it. Demonstrate the I think the different types of social engineering that exists so that they're going to recognize it when they see it. I think an educated staff should be a more secure protected staff, and I think that can sometimes go farther than even the best technology that you're going to choose from your firm. Dennis, am I what am I missing?
0: Well, I, I have a number of practical things that I insist on, and, and I don't think everybody follows. One, I'm a huge believer in installing updates as soon as they come out, especially security updates. It's just shocking to me the number of people who don't install the Windows and, and other updates. So I I think that's a really significant step. Strong passwords, you know, you just got to enforce that as a policy. Multi-factor authorization, I think, has become really important. Probably. The one of the best and simplest things you can do is is to encrypt your hard drive so that if your laptop is, is stolen that somebody can't pull the hard drive out of it and get the information off of that because you've encrypted the hard drive. That's almost a check to box on, on on the Mac. And I think it's similar in Windows these days. And then just uh, talking to people about the basics and, and it's astonishing to me that people will still click on email attachments that they don't know what they are. And then the other thing, Tom, that shocks me the most these days is how easy people still give up Personal information that often you know, was used for security questions, and so all the time I see on Facebook people answering these lists of like ten questions that are sort of like, "What was the model of the first car you drove?" You know, uh, "What was your first address?" "What's your mother's maiden name?" I mean, I exaggerate a little bit, but a lot of those, a lot of those quizzes and shared things, you know, are designed to to get information that people use for security questions. So keep that in mind. So there's. A number of things, and I think you right, Tom. It, it, it does boil down to to some kind of formal training on a regular basis, uh, probably a couple times a year. Now it's time for our parting shots, that one tip website or observation that you can use the second this podcast ends. Tom, take it away.
1: So my parting shot is something that I've been enjoying the past week since I got back from maybe a tech show, and it is a new iPad stand that I purchased called the Johan ipad stand that's y-o-h-a-n-n and a little pricey but it is a beautiful stand and what makes it nice is it comes in several different wood finishes or and it's not wood finishes it's several different pieces of wood so you can get an oak or walnut i believe there there's a cherry available as well it's available for the ipad pro uh the regular ipad or there's one for a macbook and what makes this different is it's not just a regular stand It has three different... It kind of looks like a little semicircle or an arc. It kind of has a look like an arc. And that's because it has three different positions to it. So you can actually put the stand up so that um, you're actually looking down at the iPad, which I have found incredibly useful in the kitchen while I'm cooking and I want to look at a recipe. Or I can put it on the farthest one up so that it's standing straight up and I can look at it at my desk and have it as a monitor or have it as something else that I'm using. I had thought at one point in time that iPad stands had kind of done everything that they could and there was nothing new under the sun. And then I found this and I'm actually loving using this Around the house uh, and in the office as well. It's called the Johan, Y O H A N N iPad stand.
0: Tom, I think you should do a subreddit on on that topic, as into it as you seem to be. So, uh, other than the the second edition of the uh, our collaboration tools and technologies book time, I thought I'd mention uh, an article on our blog post by our friend Allison Shields on her Legal Ease blog called Power Up Your LinkedIn Headline. And this has a lot of great practical information for, for people who want to get better results out of LinkedIn. And, and it's a big thing in LinkedIn now to get your headline. So that's the short summary that you do about yourself to get that right. And, and this blog post has a lot of great practical pointers. If you read this and implement these, you're going to go to the head of the class on LinkedIn.
1: And so that wraps it up for this edition of the Kennedy Mile Report. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. You can find show notes for this episode at tkmreport.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or on the Legal Talk Network site where you can find archives of all of our previous podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please find us on LinkedIn or on Twitter. Or you can, again, send us a voicemail question. You heard we played one in this episode today. We love to get voicemails from our audience. So please give us a call. That number is 720-441-6820. That's 720-441-6820.
0: from ABA Books or Amazon. And join us every other week for another edition of the Kennedy Mile Report only on the Legal Talk Network.